and welcome to Dunking Biscuits, providing etiquette for modern times. My name is Emma and we have Grace with us. Hello everyone, how are we? <laughs> Just living that gallbladder free life. <laughs> <laughs> We'll get to that. As I we'll just, like, that. you look, yeah, okay, all right, we'll come back to that one. So um, um, do you have a good news story? I do, I have a good, good news story this week. Yes. Um, so this week we are heading to Kempsey, which is on the mid-north coast, which, mm-hmm. New South Wales? Yes, it's a beautiful area, go visit. Okay, cool, all right, so McLee Vocational College helps teenage mothers complete their year 12 and HSC exams, and um, so we have two uh, sisters, so Nisha and Charlene Dunn. Um, their journey to completing their Year 12 and HSC, which in New South Wales is high school certificate. Is that correct? It's, 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 it's VCE. It's like you have, yeah, yeah no, but I'm just saying, like, yeah. some people might not know what HSC yeah. is. It's and, the end, end and of, as I was saying it. End of high school um, yeah. grades. Yes, okay. Um, so their experience has been vastly different from most other teenagers in the country. The sisters aged 17 and 18 both gave birth in their final year of school and now have the additional responsibility of being mothers. Uh, Nisha is quoted as saying, it's been really hard, especially with a baby, getting up and getting ready for school is hard. Like, that's hard for any Year 12 student. Yeah. Let alone. Yeah. Um, so initially they believed it would be too much stress and they just were kind of like, oh, well, we're just not going to make it to Year 12. Mm-hmm. Um, however, a program on the Mid-North Coast has helped them to continue attending classes. So the vocational college caters for school-age students who have fallen out of mainstream um, and its Ginderberry Mums and Bubs program mm-hmm. provides a flexible education environment for young mothers of babies and toddlers. Um, so people help and support uh, the two sisters while mm-hmm. they go to school, yep. while they can also do some work and then finish school as well. Amazing. So in addition to helping the... Um, the girls complete their exams. The school also provides housing and welfare assistance, transport to school, daily meals, and the opportunity to get their driver's license as well. So it's like a f- full-on thing. Like, yeah. Because I couldn't imagine, like, being a mum and, not, like, not having a license. Like, I feel like that would be so tricky. Very, very difficult. Um, so they moved to Kempsey from Armadale, which is in the state's northern tablelands, where they struggled with schooling initially. And their mother decided to move them to Kempsey to enrol them in this school. Yeah. Um, and so the fact that they're able to make make it to their final year of school, Nisha says, um, is just making their mum, like, super, super proud. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so the program has been up and running since 2015, and it was developed by a lady named Sue Sager, who um, is a... She still runs the program, so she's mm-hmm. still, like, in it seven yep. years later. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, she just says she came up with the idea that there should be a crash type facility where mums can come back to school or TAFE and they're somewhere like safe for their child to be. So it initially operated two days a week. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was more like vocational based. So students weren't completing the HSC, but probably more like certificate based work. Yep. Um, but now it's grown to um, actually get that year 12 completion. Um, so yeah, so I'll definitely post a link to this story. I think it's like absolutely amazing. So at the Incredible. moment they have, 20 students are um, set to graduate year 12 this year um, wow. and three of them are young mothers. So not all of them are mums, but yeah. I just think, yeah, it's amazing that they it's have this opportunity. Such an opportunity because um, basically there's this statistic and I don't know if you know this, Grace, but the principal that I work with mentions it 
religiously. And um, if you finish year 12 in Australia, um, it shows, it's, it's said that you have a million dollar earning potential more. Like you can earn a million dollars more yeah. than someone who doesn't finish wow. year 12. Um, and the t- like not saying you're going to finish year 12 and get a million dollars. It's just you have the yeah. potential to do that. So, and in a lifetime, that's obviously huge. So yeah great it's Um, just massive and like one final thing from this story hmm. is there's another mum um who has like enrolled and she's 23 years old and she's just starting year 11 so it's like it's not just for people who are school age age. so yeah so she um yeah like heard about the program was like hang on that can be me like yeah i i'm a young mum because like 23 is still super young to have a baby i feel yeah like it's used to be pretty stock standard now i'm just like whoa I, just, I think it's, yeah, it's all relative, but yeah, I think if you think that that program can assist you in your future endeavours and yeah. that support's there, why wouldn't you apply? And it's just such a, like, just a beautiful program, I feel. Like, just, like, giving that opportunity to people who, you know, 10, 15 years ago would have been like, oh, well, you're a mum now. Yeah. And that's... That's it. Yeah, so I think it's, like, yeah, really good. Anyway, that is my good news story this week. Brilliant. Alrighty, how about you? I feel like you've had a pretty quiet week in your I mean, household, is that right? Just, just <laughs> nothing happening, very chilled, normal day-to-day stuff. No, What's um, been going on? <laughs> I think in a previous episode I sort of like just word vomited like how, like what's happening health-wise in our yeah. family. Anyway, so... Um, I thought 2022, what, what could one do like to really up the ante first? <laughs> let's have a baby. I mean, let's, let's make that happen. And for yeah. me personally, um, I have to have a cesarean. And so I was like, okay, major abdominal surgery, whatever, that ain't no thing. Yeah, let's let's do that fine. in May. And then I thought, what better option after growing a new organ and a baby, get rid of that first organ and give birth to the baby then five months later also get rid of another organ in my body and just be like why why is it's not working for me let's just let's just get rid of that so can i ask a dumb question yes is the organ you grew the placenta yes (laughs) okay cool (laughs) i was like yeah i know the baby's not the organ okay all right sweet cool all right so um so on thursday at three o'clock i had my gallbladder removed via keyhole surgery um and what i find more bizarre about anything the fact that you know it's keyhole so where they actually operated on you just like obviously just a tiny little thing but somehow they pulled it out through my where my belly button is oh how'd they get it down there yeah. Did they just drag it through the body like what's happening i'm so confused anyway that happened. Yeah, just like watch out intestines, yeah, gallbladder coming just, through. Just pulling it through. Anyway, just scooch. Um, and I won't go into detail because I just told Grace. Basically, Thank I had you. a, I had a drain drainage oh, to be pulled out, which was dirt, gross. But that's that's all I'm going <laughs> to tell you about that. That's probably the worst part. Um, but I am. What is it? Uh, five days. Five days out, and I'm back to being able to hold, um, a over six kilo baby. Um, not I can't put it on the floor and lift it back up, but I can pretty much do everything else. I only had one lots of uh, like Panadol around ten thirty this morning, 
And the weirdest that's so thing good. is it's actually not the sight that's sore. It's my shoulders. <laughs> and oh. I'm going to tell you why because it is so bizarre. And I read about yeah, this okay. and I had heard about this and I was like, that's pretty, that's funny. Like, whatever. So more fun facts about surgery is that when they operate on you, they inflate your stomach so it's easy to Move get to things. Yeah. Good. I'd rather you find it easier than difficult. Go for it. That's probably how they get the gallbladder through, actually, yeah. thinking about yeah. that. Anyway, so conveniently I had a baby earlier, so there's lots of space to, like, <laughs> bring that through. <laughs> anyway, um, so they inflate inflate you. So obviously you're on your back, they're operating, they inflate you, and then um, they finish the surgery. You go out to recovery, you go to bed, um, you know, post-surgery, you get some medication, whatever. But the pain is up near your, your collarbone, and it's like your collarbone's being pinched. Like there's something oh. pinching there. And it's the gas trying to leave your body. Oh. Because it's because you're sitting upright. You're not flat anymore. So the gas rises. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because it's less dense into your shoulders. And so even this morning, I was like, my my stomach's not sore at all, but I'm like, my shoulders are killing me. <laughs> like it was the weirdest <gasps> thing. Anyway, and yeah, so I have really sore, sore shoulders from um, a stomach operation. <laughs> Like, do they just let the gas leave, it, it, like, naturally? Yeah, it naturally leaves like, the body. But, I mean, obviously, they, yeah. they didn't, like... It's not like I was... I was bloated, I think, is the best way yeah. of wording it. Yeah. Um, when I came out. And um, and it went down reasonably quickly. Like, I would say within the next 12 hours, it was already oh, okay. a lot less. And, um, but, yeah, just weird. So weird. That is... Yeah, that's, I definitely, like, it makes sense, but yeah, I, like, I'm shocked. Like, yeah, that's so, so strange. if someone was like, oh, I'm having gallbladder surgery, I'm like, oh, man, your shoulder's going to be so sore, and they're like, what? And you'll be like, just you wait. I'm it's not going to tell you why, but just, just you wait. Just bizarre. Anyway, so it's a win, because it means I never have to have those pains again, and for anyone oh, and who has heavens, had that before. They were, <laughs> like, I've never had them, but I saw you have them, and whew. Um, do not recommend zero stars. The pain was awful. So I am very thankful that I, I don't have to have to deal with that again. Like I'm, I'm just like, Yay. the idea that I never have to deal with that is just so happy and such a win that the last couple of days of discomfort has been totally worth it. Yeah. Nice. Lovely um, to you. I think I know what your win is, but please, can you give us an update on your car first before oh. the win? <laughs> Today is the six-week anniversary of not having a car. I love it's an like, anniversary. Yeah, like, honestly. Um, I called them, and this kind of leads into my win, actually, mm-hmm. in a very roundabout way. Yeah. So I called them, not Friday, just got on the one before, so about mm-hmm. a week and a half ago, and I was like, hey, you've had my car now. It's like, it had been our one month anniversary mm-hmm. and I'm like, they haven't made the move yet. So I'm just like, what are we, you know, yeah. where, where are we going with this? I don't know, but I called them and I was like, oh, hey, I'm um, just wondering how my car's going. Cause mm-hmm. I like, I called them like two weeks after, like, cause they said it was going to take two weeks. So I called them and they're like, no, no, we haven't even started yet. I was like, oh, sweet. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I could have probably just had my car for two more weeks then. Yeah. And then I called them like the other Friday and they were like, oh, we just got it back from the other mechanics. I was like, huh? What? Huh? They're like, oh, yeah, so we should be able to start it now within the next week. 
and they're like, oh, there was an issue with the tire because of the way that the person crashed into me. They'd done damage to, like, the alloy. Mm-hmm. And so they had to send it to another mechanic to fix that. Sure. And I'm like, okay. You didn't know that when you booked the car in? Okay, whatever. What a yep. good inspection you did. Mm-hmm. And I was like, they're like, so we should be able to start within the next week. And I was like, okay. Um, I, and, like, I would, like, as I was telling this story, I'm like, they're not going to believe this story. They're going to think it's just going to some cop-out excuse to get the car back early. Mm. And I was like, oh, I'm actually a bridesmaid in my sister's wedding next weekend, like, in over a week. And the wedding is a five-hour drive away. Like, is there any way there could be, like, a time notice put on my car to be, like, this gal's got a road trip coming up. Yeah, she needs the car. And the lady was basically like, that's your problem. And, like, no apology. (laughs) Best friend alert. (laughs) Are we becoming best friends? (laughs) I was just, like, so red. And I was like, thank you for your time. And just hung. I was like so many expletives and just like because like jack has a car i've been very lucky like he works from home so i can like drive his car all the time mm-hmm. but the air conditioner goes in and out Awful. and like the like two weeks and it started like not working and i was like jack i'm not driving across the border <laughs> in a non-air-conditioned car like i just can't do it and i was like it's fine i'll just rent a car it's yeah. fine i'll cop it like whatever we just need it for the weekend he's like no 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 so he like he went and got his car fixed on the Thursday, oh, we yeah. were leaving on the Friday, and I was just like stressed. I was like, it's fine, I can still rent a car. So I could just rent a car, but no, it's all fine. So I still don't have a car, but Jack got his fixed, and they took just the day to fix his car. I was like, oh, so it can be done. Interesting. Cool. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, onto my win. Um, my sister got married, and yeah. as I mentioned, I was a bridesmaid in her wedding, so that was really nice. Um, it was a very quiet wedding, like, there was only about 30 to 40 people invited, so it was, like, quite small. Um, four of her sisters were bridesmaids, so if anyone knows me, they know how confusing my family tree is. So I have five sisters, mm-hmm. but my sister Kelly has six sisters. So she's got two sisters that aren't my sister, and I've got one sister that isn't her sister, and it's... I, can't, I Honestly, I, try <laughs> to, I, I like, obviously I've known Grace for a long time, and I, I still am, like, I think... Like, yeah. I would say you had three sisters. Yeah, no, I got five. <laughs> I'm so confused. Anyway, apologies. Anyway, um, yeah, so four out of six of her sisters were bridesmaids, mm-hmm. so that included me. Mm-hmm. And the sneaky little devil announced that they were pregnant during the ceremony. <gasps> Love that. So, yeah, so that's super sweet. So it's, like, super early on, mm-hmm. um, but, like, late enough that they can tell people. And, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so that was, yeah. How super exciting. exciting. It was a bit, yeah, it was as I said, like across the border. So it was a long drive and then a long drive back on Sunday, but definitely worth it. It was just like, it was just wholesome. Like it's really weird because her and her now husband got together pretty much around the same time that Jack and I did. So they have like, they've only been together like just over a year. Oh my God. (laughs) But it's like, oh, they're like old, like late thirties. So they're like, oh, let's get married. This this is happening. (laughs) We got to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, but no, it's just like a very like, lovely wedding cute so lovely. yeah so that's my win um you and great uh you and grace oh my god you and jack looked very very nice together I'm very happy to <laughs> i like the color coding like i'm all for it i'm it was just a lot of a lot of um yeah i just got a lot of joy out of looking at your photos Aww, so, yeah thank you um you, you can put any of those photos up uh later this week thank you um thanks for doing this week we are on 
embarking on a lovely trip down to the hospital. I don't know how we get inspiration for our Honestly, <laughs> where so do we come up with these things? <laughs> anyway, so I think we, we're doing another three-part series, I think we sort of... Yeah, let's look at that way. So this week we are the patient going to hospital and um, we're saying that you're going to be there at least overnight that you are aware yeah. of. So weirdly, when I got my gallbladder out, um, the doctor on the ward gave me the like gave me the all clear and said, "Yeah, you're all good. We'll keep you in on the night for observations." And I was like, "Oh, okay." And then my surgeon, who operated on me, came yeah. out and was did the, like a check out. But he's like, "Everything went really well. So we'll get the drain out. You can go home today." And I was like, "Um." <laughs> Can I stay? So, so which which one is it? Is it, am I staying? Am I going? Like what's happening? And that's yeah. so funny because my parents and uh, baby and Jeff <laughs> were all in the room, <laughs> and so we were, we were like, "What is happening?" Anyway, so I ended up staying an extra night because one, it was easy. Two, I didn't have yeah people climbing on in bed. Whatever you know, we have yeah babies, children. It's just easier if I just stay Just away. give your body that jump yeah. start to actually heal before yeah. Mackenzie's like, Mom's home! Yeah, and I had the best sleep, so, like, I mean, yeah. obviously it was a bit drug-induced, you know, like, not not denying that, but <laughs> it was good. Um, so, yeah, so I think, um, you know, if you know that you're going to be staying for a certain amount of time, you need to be prepared for whatever that circumstance is. So, yes. anyway... I have a few dot points I want to go through about being the patient and um, please chip in if you have. I will. As I was just telling you, I haven't stayed overnight in a hospital since I was seven. Yeah. So, oh God, that was over 20 years ago. And yet I think... So I'm going to be sitting here having a mental breakdown now while you go through your (laughs) dot points. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, So I'll start. Uh, Okay. So number one. (laughs) This is classic ducking biscuits etiquette. Be on time. <laughs> oh, even if 100% you know that the doctor is going to be late. And I could almost bet you all of my dollars that the doctor mm-hmm. will be late. You cannot be late. Yeah. You cannot be the reason that other people's surgery are held up. Um, fun fact, when I got to mine, which I was supposed to be there at 1, I was there at 10 to 1 doing the paperwork in the admin, admissions. Yeah. I went to the space and they're like, oh, we've been waiting for you. And I'm like going to be waiting for me if I was supposed to be here at one and I'm 10 minutes early and so they're like oh you have to fill out this new paperwork so I'm basically signing my entire life away I'm like yeah, ticking nice. boxes I'm like I don't know if you're ever going to read this anyway they quickly get me set up I was gowned and wheeled into surgery within 20 minutes of arriving <laughs> has that, that is... ever happened to anybody in the history of the planet like I was like what do you mean no, you're waiting for one thing I need to ask is, so you had, like, these little socks on, yeah. but they had holes in the toes. Why do your socks have holes in the because toes? Because they're meant to just be compression socks, so you don't get uh, blood clots. Okay. It's not about keeping your toes co- warm. Like, it's actually about, uh, okay. com- like, compressing your leg muscles. Anyway, yeah. so, okay. first time in the history of the planet that they were waiting yeah, well, for me in surgery, and I was like, okay. I like, will eat my words, because yeah. I was obviously just wrong. <laughs> but, we can say it's an anomaly. Like, that's not yeah. normal. So... Yes, be on time. Two, do your paperwork. So before I had to, like before I got there, I'd have a piece of paper that I'd signed. 
so I had to get that printed out, and I also had to have a um, negative COVID test that was in. Uh, yeah. That was. I mean, obviously, yeah. you could easily fudge it, but like, why would you? Like, what's the point? Um, yeah. So make sure you get your paperwork done, and make sure like you've paid the bills that you need to pay. I paid my anesthesis before I got there. I had to pay my um, excess um, before yeah, I even went into sure. surgery. So like, yeah, just throwing money at the thing. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. I do have I do in, I do have insurance, and so it wasn't as insane, insane. Because yes. I got to see all the numbers, I was like, oh my god! And I'm like, oh wait, I only have to pay the excess, which is like five hundred bucks. So win. Oh. Um, number three, bring your significant other. Um, it was slightly awkward <laughs> because obviously Jeff couldn't drive, um, so my dad actually dropped me off, and when you know I'm. 34 years old and it's a bit weird that your dad has to come with you to the hospital um, when you're, you're in your mid-30s. Dad, um, I'm ready. And also when the nurse who kept, who admitted me gave me like gave me information whatever and was giving him information about what was going to be happening and like when to come back and whatever. Um, and she's like, oh, Emma and partner? And I was like, what other word could she have used there? Because obviously... You don't want to say husband because the people that you're talking about aren't married. But I was like, yeah, that's my dad. I'm like, Emma in person. I'm like, a partner is actually the right word. But it was like, it was a weird vibe. Dad and I were like, um, no. Dad's like, I'm her father. Like, just like making sure it's really obvious that like, yeah, yeah. Um, the relationship. Not her that, daddy. Yeah. her father. <laughs> yeah. And so that was funny. But yes, you need to have someone with you because um, you may be nervous a bit stressed maybe a bit anxious and having someone else there to help get you like prepared also maybe listening to the other information that you may forget because you've been under anesthetic like this it's really important that you have someone else to assist you because i actually yeah. i actually thought dad was just gonna drop me off the front he's like i'm coming in i'm like ah okay and then i was like of course he's coming in I'm like why did i think he was just dropping off the front? yeah <laughs> anyway idiot number four <laughs> ask questions yeah, no such thing as a silly question. Literally the next line I was going to read. Um, uh-huh. Ask away. Also, you need to make sure you have a full understanding of what's happening because it is you and your body. And yeah. you need to make sure that it's very clear what is happening. They asked me multiple times what surgery I was having to make sure that they were having – We they knew and I knew what surgery was going to be occurring. So it wasn't like I said something and they said something. Yes, obviously they may have used the doctor <laughs> – the doctor terms. Doctor terms, but they said in your own terms, what surgery are you having today? And I think I repeated that to at least eight people in that very small yeah. window of me getting dressed, getting on the yeah on the bed that twenty minute dressed. window. Um, so yeah, just ask any questions away. I actually had to ask. I had, no, I didn't have to. I actually had to remind them that I'm breastfeeding at the moment. So in surgery, I said my boobs might leak. And I said because <laughs> because like, is that going to be? an issue like yeah is that like a yeah and so basically i was like they put the anesthetic in and i was also like like you know that part where you're like going into like this weird subconscious whatever is happening yeah yeah and um i said oh before i like fully go out i'm actually breastfeeding and they're like oh we better get some pads and that was the last thing i heard and i woke up and we're back um no, number five is connected to number four. Be clear on the answers. So your surgeon should be able to explain. And was it like is that layman terms? Is it the 
you know, yeah, that's in your phrase, own yeah. words, exactly what's going to happen to you. And um, make sure that you fully understand what's happening and be clear on that. So repeat back to them your understanding. Make sure it is, like, crystal clear. Number six. This one I'm a bit like, I have a little asterisk on the end of it. Oh, read, okay. Read everything you're given. Do your homework. Oh, no. Do not do too much homework. Yeah. Read what you need to be, like, read what you've been given. Yes, I was given several emails, made sure they read them all, make sure I fully understand yeah. what was happening, um, where I need to be, what I need to do, what, like, who I need to pay, all that yeah. kind of stuff. Yes. Do your homework. Did I go down a spiral of watching videos of people post this surgery? Yes, I did. Did it make me feel better? No, I didn't. No. So, I think... <laughs> Should I have done that? Most definitely not. Not. Um, but I... I think it's good to have an understanding of um, a recovery time, but like you do not need to watch YouTubes of people recovering because everybody's different. One person mm. I watched recovered and like they they were in and out in the same day and they went home like that day. To me, that's wild. Like you know, take. I mean, that was almost you. Take a moment. Take a moment. And then, or uh, some people are recovering and like week, two weeks, and they're still having trouble walking around. So like everybody's different so yes read everything they've given you do your homework asterisk i guess is my yeah um do what on. your doctor has specifically given you yeah and then the rest you can chill on yeah this one i'm finding a bit i find interesting okay so it says oh. um this is from a website and it's actually a website from a do- about a, a doctor giving patient etiquette basically Okay. It says, take oh, some cool. responsibility. Now, I'm not going to read what it says exactly because I feel like it's a bit on the nose in my... I was going to say, that feels mean. Yeah. I feel like I'm being so told off. It's basically, in a nutshell, it says, neglecting your health for years is your problem. <laughs> and the doctors will do their best to help you. So, I'll rephrase it and say, take some responsibility. If you are injured or sick and you're going to hospital... The responsibility is that you are doing what you can do to make sure that you get better the best that you can. Yeah. The doctors will do their best, but you also need to make do you need to take some responsibility in your healing part. So yeah. for example, for me, I didn't want to get this operation until January. That's that was my like Preference. thoughts on it. Preference, yeah. But after having s- several of these like episodes as we call them, um, it got to a point where I was like my family was like this needs to happen. This needs to happen now. Yeah, because you can't this is not this, this is not anymore. good. And so, my responsibility was doing the surgery earlier. Okay, when they told me, um, <laughs> I didn't get it done. So, looking after yourself is important, and the doctors will do the best they can. But obviously, the closer you are to a healthier body, the easier it is for the doctors to maintain your healthiness. Is that right? Way? Like, do you know? Am I explaining? Yeah. Okay. Like. Yeah. 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 Like, it makes sense. I don't know if they're correct words, but I know yes. what you're saying. Yeah. Um, number eight. This one is, like, obvious. There is no magic pill. So, yes, you can go to doctors, you can have a surgery, but it's not going to be, it's done, it's fixed. Thank you very much. Like, there's always going to be yeah. some sort of side effects or um, things that may be different afterwards. And if you're one of those very lucky people that the side effects are very minimal congratulations unfortunately it's going to be some of you who have side effects that are life-changing or life-altering and 
that's challenging to deal with but basically the idea is that you have had the surgery you've gone to the hospital in the hope to be a better version of yourself and um there's not one magic pill one magic surgery that's going to make that happen yeah if only there could be i know wouldn't that be oh actually no i feel like that would be like a good thing turned evil most likely probably why we should have side effects anyway um, (laughs) number nine be open and honest so as the patient you need to make sure that you are honest with all your information so the doctors surgeons staff nurse nurses can do their job to the best of their ability because otherwise something could go wrong because you're you lied on a form or you like you want you are embarrassed with what medication you take it's actually in your best interest to for them to help you to make sure you're honest yeah i definitely feel like that's such a big like like even if you have potentially done the wrong thing or Mm -hmm. you've done something that they said do not do this and you're like i'm gonna i'm gonna go do this like i feel like even if it's the wrong thing if you like lie to them then it could be detrimental to the success of your surgery or yeah. healthcare journey or whatever yeah. it is that is happening. So, yeah, I feel like that's such a big one. Like, I we all know how I feel about lying anyway, but do not lie to your doctors. No, bad, bad, bad. bad. Um, and then it goes to number 10, which is listen. So um, this particular doctor who's writing this um, article says, I can't tell you how many times I'm asked the same question I've answered several times and... <laughs> He said, that's just write, just write the answers down and listen. Like, And I think that's hard because obviously if you're in a, a bit of a state and you're trying to understand what's happening to you, you may ask the same question over and over again. So yeah, I think that's also with a little asterisk on it. Um, number 11, stick with the plan. Um, so basically if there's a plan made by the doctor um, or the person who is in charge of your of bettering your health, stick with that yeah. plan because that's they've made that for a reason and if you have questions about it ask if you have concerns that like you know the functionality of that in your day-to-day life you need to make sure that's very clear so they can adjust it so stick with the plan um the next one is number 12 hospitals are not hotels which i love i love this yes you do expect like, a certain surface. Yeah, definitely some people would take advantage. Yes. Um, hospitals aren't not where you go to rest. There's no, like, it's not a room service situation. Nurses are not waitresses. Okay. You're there to be treated and, and get well, and then you go home. Like, that's that's the idea. And I think yeah. just leave it as simple as that makes it very clear. We don't need to elaborate because that's it. That's it. Um, and... I'm going to go number 13. Um, It takes longer to recover than you think. Some people may say, like, you know, you'll be better in five weeks, you'll be in four weeks. So, for example, the surgery I've just had, um, they said don't don't exercise until six weeks. Yeah. And I'm like, fair enough. That seems like a long time, but yeah. Now, exercise means, like, actual, like, an ab workout or stuff and I have no yeah. intention of doing an ab workout in anytime soon just getting off the bed is enough ab workout for me right now <laughs> um, but yeah I just you know be patient do the recovery that you need to do um, and be kind to yourself in that in like 
that circumstance. Um, number 14, got a couple left. Number 14, most surgeons <laughs> do not do one surgery per day. I know, that's crazy to me. Yeah, wild. So um, I know that my doctor did, I think, three that afternoon. And he works at different hospitals. So, yeah, wow. Um, yeah, and then I didn't see him until the following day because he was still doing surgeries once I came out because I was one of the earlier ones. So, yeah. um, you know, um, you, you're not the only person they've operated on today, so don't feel like you're the only person they're going to concentrate on that day either. So just be mindful of that when you're trying to get answers. Like, they might be actually operating on someone when you want an answer from them, so just be mindful of, like... <laughs> The to yeah. and fro of information that will be given to you, it may not be on your time. It most likely to be on the surgeon's time, and depending on what their time looks like. That's like that's one that's always so wild to me. Like I give my hospital knowledge. A lot of it goes back to the TV show Scrubs, <laughs> which I'm sure is very accurate. But yeah, but like just like crazy. Like your doctor could have done like a gallbladder surgery at ten past one when mm-hmm. you were rushed away into the room, yeah. and then like. I know, like, at four o'clock he could have been doing, like, a knee reconstruction or something. Like, just crazy, like, the things that they know. Yeah. And, yeah, just super interesting. Um, Yeah, so the last last point um, from this particular article that I've used today is Dr. Google doesn't make you an expert. So (laughs) I fully appreciate going online and researching and saying, like, oh, I have these certain things. This is what it feels like. This might be what I have. And I'm, yeah. not, I'm not opposed for you to explain that to a doctor and say, this is what I found online. and But don't say, like, I've researched this on Google, so this is what it is. Because say, yeah. these are the symptoms I have. Um, I'm worried that it could I'm be. I'm concerned it could be this. And if they say, how did you come to that, you might have to be like, I did a Google well, search. <laughs> but I think making them aware that that's something that you that seems like that fits into either your lifestyle or like your circumstances because I don't know you like truly individually until you start talking so if you yeah. have insight to what you think it could be I would I would mention it I wouldn't I wouldn't say if I googled it and this is what it came up I'd sort of word a different way <laughs> I have a tumor yes and um <laughs> yeah exactly so I think it's just good to um, make sure that you word it a, a, a way that doesn't I don't know, dishonor their profession, basically. Yeah. 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 So, um, those are my 15 That was a comprehensive list. Like, that's, like, for sure how to be a good patient. Yeah. I think. Um, I also did a, a, a poll on our Instagram for the first time. Yeah, I saw that. I, I love, like, logging on to Instagram. Like, oh, Dunkin' Biscuits has some polls. Yeah. Let's do this. So, um, very quickly, um... So, um, of the people who replied so far, have you ever stayed at a hospital overnight? 100% of people said yes. What's the max amount of nights you have stayed? Um, we had one night, 11%, two nights, 11%, three nights, 33%, and four plus nights, 44%. Did you pack the appropriate items? People said 90, sorry, 89% said mostly. And then 11% said not enough time to pack before stay, which obviously if you're, like, in an ambulance and you're going to be there for a couple of nights, you're not going to be packing. That feels like a, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, did you have a shared room <laughs> or a private room? Um, shared was 44%, private was 56%. Um, did you hear other patients at all? Um, yes, 67%. Nope, just staff was 33%. Those people are lucky that 33%. Like, yeah. I'm, I didn't, I'm like, obviously a maternity ward's very different to like my recovery ward. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so I actually answered it as no, I didn't hear them because I didn't hear anybody most recently. Um, thoughts on nudity when in your room? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if it, like if needed, I was, that's 50% and not for me was also 50%. Um, I, think, I like that Jeff was one of the ones like, yeah, I'll get naked. Yeah. Well, I think it's just, it just depends on what, like you know like when i um was with like the girls when i gave birth i just was just naked under the sheet on the bed because it was just that was the most comfortable i could be yeah and um that's just i don't know that's just how it was where this time i had like one of those gown things still on because obviously i had to keep coming in and check my wounds and i was trying to pump breast milk at the same time i'm like this is just an experience <laughs> this is <laughs> um and so it was there's no point of me putting a singlet on or putting a, a bra on because i was like i have to that's just too much so i was just like no nah, just gonna leave this gown on whatever um were you tidy so depending on your ability to move obviously because <laughs> that's challenging um and 89 percent said obviously and 11 percent was not capable so fair enough did you learn the names of people who assisted you 44% said yes, 22% said no, changed every eight hours, so it was too hard. And That does make it, yeah, tricky. Yeah, and then just the essential was 33%, which I, any of those answers is fine to me because yeah. sometimes if you're in pain discomfort, like you might only see that particular nurse once in their shift. And so, yes, I can understand you might not learn all their names. You might be told their yeah. names but not learn them. Um. Did you ever say, uh, did you say thank you to everyone, uh, every, oh, I didn't write one, every who assisted you? Oh, gosh. Oh, I've no. been a bit tired. Um, and 100% said yes, I'm polite, because obviously we're nice people here. Um, and no one could respond if they were working at hospital yet. And yeah, so I just thought I would do a little poll this, this episode. Um, I think the next episode would be a bit interesting to see how people respond to that one yeah um but yeah so i think as a patient you know respect how other people may be feeling poorly respect that people are working in an environment where um things can change quite erratically and so you may not be the number one priority to getting them getting a cup of tea as opposed to someone needing to be assisted to go to the bathroom so just be mindful of that kind of stuff and i think yeah i think like it's such a busy place and like there are so many different elements going on. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, like, crazy how, like, things come together. Like, it's one of those workplaces where I'm like, ah, oh, it's too busy for me, too stressful. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. praise those who work in this environment and, um, like, thank you. Like, yeah, really, thank you. Uh, great. <laughs> well, anyway, let's, let's, let's wrap this it. up. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you enjoyed listening please tell your friends uh, like us on instagram and give us a ratings on any um listening platform that you are on um and yeah just 
let people know how much yeah. you enjoy it. Yeah, give us a shout-out. Tell yeah. someone who you think will listen. Yeah. And we'll see you same time, same place next week for our next installment. Excellent. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.